Football's here, CJ. All right, football. We finally did it. We made it through. It feels like two years because, you know, football's really back this year. Yeah, last year really does feel weird. Like, looking back at it, it doesn't feel like a normal season happened. No, the only normal part about it was the Packers lost the NFC Championship game. And Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was – what happened the other day? I was watching a replay of – I think it was the Malcolm Butler interception. Oh, nice. And it was like Tom Brady wins his, like, fifth Super Bowl. And I was like, that's nuts. And then he got two more after that, just because. <laughs> right. It's yeah, I was. I remember watching that the Malcolm Butler uh, interception game. I was in my college dorm, and when he made the play, I was so frustrated that they threw the ball. And then on the next play, because he got down at like the one yard line, yeah, I was like, they can't take a knee. So like, as long as the Seahawks don't do anything stupid, maybe they can get a safety. So I think it was a close game, like a one or two point game, and then. They end up uh, jumping off sides before he even snaps the ball. And I'm like, God, I was just so annoyed. And I didn't even care that much who won the game going into it. At this point, I think I want him to win more Super Bowls. Yeah, just get as crazy as just, Yeah, at this point, Win 12. Yeah, at this point, he's won seven. How many more? I mean, hopefully not at the expense of my team. But if, like, why not? Just keep, keep winning Super Bowls because it's getting ridiculous so, at this point. Considering Jordan Love will be retiring by the time Brady wins his last one, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of disgusting. And look, he's already off to a heck of a start. How about that game on Thursday, huh? That was incredible. Like it was. That is something like the NFL must have been so happy about because oh, that yeah. was just a perfect game to start the season. So you know, people are upset with the last second call, but almost every primetime game people get upset with the last second call. So this one's it's amplified. either a blowout or people are gonna be upset. Yeah, and this one's just amplified because it's Brady getting the call and I mean yeah I don't think it was a horrible call. No, I mean it was a push off, but like you I think you said they never they never call that anyway. Right, and like the guy's backing up, so he doesn't have his momentum. It's not like he straight up shoved the guy. And I think that people overemphasize the idea of his arms extended, so it must have been pass interference. Like, you know, you we know from playing basketball, we never neither of us ever played football. But like, if you're kind of like pushing on someone, not in an illegal way, but just like being physical, and then they take a step away, your arm's going to keep going with them. Yeah. So it might it might look like you're pushing them, but really you're just still touching them. <laughs> yeah, right. And it looks like you're pushing off of them. Um, no, this was the quarterbacks between the two of them threw 108 passes. <laughs> what crazy. the hell? I mean, I uh, hand up in the air. I didn't. Re- I didn't watch any of this game, but I was following along play by really? play. No, I was at a bonfire, and nice. but I had the game up. Like I was watching the play by play, so I saw everything going on. But like. What was it? D- Dak had 28 passes at halftime and Zeke had four carries. Like, yeah. What's going on there? They're just trying to like – because Dak didn't practice at all, I don't think, or play in the preseason. They're just trying to right. warm him up or something? Yeah, I don't know what that was. It was really weird, and the biggest takeaway from that is if you own a running back on Tampa Bay or Dallas in fantasy, you're terrified. <laughs> and one of them would be taken much higher than the other ones because Zeke is a because, top 7-8 like, pick probably. Right. <laughs> like, if you... Well, you have in some leagues, right? No, I ended up with Barkley in all those. Oh, yeah. 
Because Barkley fell to like seven or eight. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't understand that. I was like, okay, I guess I'll go with Barkley. So yeah, I have Barkley because I thought I had Zeke, and then I looked <laughs> yesterday and I was like, wait a second. I don't have Zeke. Okay, never mind. So I didn't worry about it. <laughs> this works. <laughs> Good thing I didn't worry about it because, oh my goodness. Yeah, and like I just wonder, are they? Is that going to be Dallas's offense? Because it kind of was before uh, Dak got hurt last year, and obviously with whoever they were bringing him after Dak, I can't remember the one guy's name, but it's a great comedic name. Uh, oh, it was the Italian like, guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I can't remember. Vespucci or something. <laughs> Ends in an I with two C's. Danucci. Yeah. Was it Danucci? Danucci. Yeah. Tom, Tom Danucci? No. No. That went too far with Tom. Uh, uh, look it up. Yeah, I'll keep talking while you look that up. Uh, before that got hurt last year, that was kind of their offense. Like I ben. think he had multiple. It was, it was Ben Danucci. Ben Danucci. Not as Italian. No, Tom, not that far off. Yeah, both three letters. <laughs> uh, I want to pull up Dak's numbers from last year because I think he was doing something along these lines in the first like five weeks of last year. Yeah, he had three games with more than 450 yards in the first five games of the season right. last year. And their defense just continued to let them down. He had... 39, 47, 57, 58, and then 21 in the game that he got hurt past attempts. Holy crap. So there was only one game where he played every snap and threw less than 40, and he threw 39. Would it? But it didn't really work. Because <laughs> what's the record in those four oh, games? Oh, they were terrible. They were like 1-3, I think, coming into the Giants game. Now, obviously, they were close in this game, but they still lost this game. Yeah, like it, I, and more of it's on their defense, right? Like if you have a quarterback put up 450, 472, and 502 yards. Yeah, totally. You can't really hold that against him. No. Like if that's if that's the number of yards that the offense gains, you feel like you have yeah, a you had good a gr- shot to win that yeah, game. Yeah, you, you had a good game, absolutely. But like I, you could also probably make the case that maybe they're – they're not giving their defense any time because they're just throwing the ball. And if you have three incompletions, defense is back out on the field. And even if you're scoring a touchdown, but you only throw the ball, you know, 10 times to get into the end zone, that's not going to take that much time. Right. Yeah. I know what you mean, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like with Zeke, it's just, he's a good running back. We know that he's reliable. So like 11 carries is nothing. But then again, I guess it was a shootout, but even then it was only 31-28 or 29. Right. So it was like kind of a shootout, but I don't know. Maybe they just wanted some fireworks. So they were like, hey, each guy has to throw a minimum 50 times in order for you guys will get like a pay increase or something. I don't know. Right. It just seems a little much for me, an opening weekend, to have that many thrown balls. Yeah, it's like the over-exaggeration of what football is becoming. And there's still teams that are going to run the ball a lot. Like I'm confident that the Steelers are going to run a lot, even though they have three really good wide receivers. And, like, that's why I think – I know that people probably don't care that much about fantasy, but – well, some <laughs> people do. <laughs> like, I, I think Saquon might have been the better of the two options because you know the Giants are going to run the ball because their best players are running back. Right. As good as Zeke is, you can make the case that they have two wide receivers that are on his level and a third that's very good, and then a really good quarterback, too. Right. 
No, so okay. like looking at it here, the Cowboys at 18 attempts. I was like, okay, we'll check Tampa. Tampa had 14 attempts, so they were much better. They had some yeah. fumbling issues, right? Yeah, Jones. Yeah, especially late in the game. What happened to Fournette? Oh, he caused that interception. That's what happened with him. Yeah, he had like a tip ball and a screen pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just the Bucks' offense is going to be legit, and I think the Cowboys' offense is going to be legit too. CeeDee Lamb already looking like he's just as good as he was last year, probably definitely better, but like – then you had Amari Cooper, 13 catches, 139 yards, and two touchdowns. Right. But we're bearing the lead, right? What's the lead? Tom Brady's never going to lose the game <laughs> if he has more than a minute and is within one score. Yeah, that's just stupid on the Cowboys. Like, I saw they had the ball with a minute 30, and they're like the 30-yard line. And then, yeah. like, then for some reason, I don't know what happened, but then there was a minute 20 left, and they kicked a field goal. I was like, well, this is over. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get it. Uh, and from, from the, uh, I almost said the Patriots, from the Bucks' <laughs> well, perspective, like, they just, they did everything right. And it, it's it's dumb <laughs> that Tom Brady always wins those games. Yeah. Like, I think back to the Super Bowls, and I'm confident the only reason we won those games is because, well, the, the first one, I think there was only, like, a few seconds left when Black Silver is... Caught the touchdown, left corner of the end zone. Giants, Super Bowl <laughs> champions. Uh, but the second one, he had like a little over a minute left. And I remember being terrified that he was going to obviously come down and score. And there was there ended up being a Hail Mary with a tip ball in the end zone that I, when I was watching it live, I remember you could just see Gronk's huge body diving across the end zone trying to catch the ball before it hits the ground. And you can't see the ball hit the ground. So for like two seconds, I was like, did he catch that? And then obviously he didn't. And you see the players start celebrating so you can actually breathe for a second. I do. I but, remember that one. I definitely remember that one. <laughs> I, I want to know, like you have the more recent experience when it comes to a team winning with Manchester City. Or no, Argentina, whoever won. Argentina? Yeah, yeah Messi just won over the summer. Yeah, right. that's it. And Man City won. Yeah, Man City won right. the Premier League last year. All right. Yeah, we'll pretend I know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> when your team wins a championship, how long after the game ends do you finally feel like you won? Because for me, it's always like something's going to happen. There's going to be like a weird replay an hour later. And they're yeah. going to decide we have to replay the game. To me, I think it's the morning after you wake up. And then like you go on social <laughs> media and stuff, and then you're like, we won. Like, we actually freaking did it. Holy crap, we won. And it yeah. just makes you feel so much better. It's the night, like, it's, oh, if you're, like, reading everything, and, like, if it's close like that, people will say, oh, that's sketchy, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, the next morning, it's like, you know what? It's over. We won. Or right. you lost, and it's even more heartbreaking the morning after. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten lucky. I mean, I vaguely remember 2003. But, like, from the time that I've become a conscious sports fan, <laughs> my teams haven't lost a championship. Well, the Rangers did, but I'm not as big of a hockey yeah. fan as I am, football or baseball. So, like, my teams haven't lost a championship that really stuck to me. Even, like, Michigan losing a few years ago to, was it not Vanderbilt, uh, Villanova. <laughs> like, I, I knew it going into that game. They weren't yeah, going to win. That team, that team was great. No, I – so. The- I mean, the Packers haven't made the Super Bowl, but the NFC Championship games hurt so much. Yeah, yeah the Yankees have a lot of playoff losses. That's true. They have a lot of championship series losses as well. But, 
you know, the Giants have not let me suffer the heartbreak of losing in the playoffs only just realizing halfway through the season that we're not going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, and the Knicks haven't done that to you either. Yeah. Well, they were a two-seed with Carmelo and lost in the second round, I think it was, to the Celtics. Might have been in the first round. They were a two-seed? Well, yeah. People forget about that. That was a Sodom The Hawks year, right? were the one seed that year. That's that was whack because everyone knew the Cavs were going to win anyway. Yep. And then they went to I think I don't know if they <laughs> or the Heat. No, I thought that was the year the uh, the year the Hawks were super good was I think LeBron was on the Cavs. Uh, let me check this out. I thought that was like 2013. Because I remember just knowing. Uh, oh, 2013, that, he was in the Heat. I thought 2012 was his last year. Oh, yeah, with the Heat. 2012 slash 13 was the year we got the two seed. Okay. Beat the Celtics in the opening round, lost to the Pacers in the second. Were the Hawks the one seed that year? I believe so. I the Heat uh, the one seed. No. What's happening here? Oh, maybe you're right. Let's see. I just remember that Hawks year. I remember saying, oh, they can try, but they're just not going to have no chance. And sure enough, they didn't have a chance. I think LeBron swept them. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Oh, so we were the two seed and the Heat were the one seed. Yeah. It wasn't here. The Hawks were the one. Okay. Yeah, we lost to the Pacers in the second round, and then the Heat beat the Pacers, and the Heat beat the Spurs. Good times. Good times. Miss those times. Yeah. Anyway. All good. right, Peter. Good good sports teams. <laughs> Getting bogged down in it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we really yeah, did that. Was, <laughs> that was a little war right there. Um, so, yeah. the Bucks only 14 minutes into this. <laughs> it was like two hours. The Bucks won the first game. That's basically what we were trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady's still good. Tom Brady's still good. Dak's good. Mari Cooper's good. Uh, the Bucks receiving core, I mean – Let's just talk about that for a second, because that's just pure insanity. What they did, what they did in that game, and Mike Evans, I think, had four or five catches. Right? <laughs> Is there a chance Antonio Brown ends the season as the best receiver in the league? He might. I mean, he had five catches on 121 yards. Yeah, five catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown, only on seven targets. Godwin was nine for 105 on 14 targets. Gronk had eight for 90 with two touchdowns. Fournette was there, had five receptions for 27 yards, and then Mike Evans only had three catches for 24 yards. Yeah, I feel like it, him and Godwin will go back and forth with those numbers. Yeah, I think they probably will too. But it's just it's crazy that that offense exists. Like, the holes are Leonard Fournette, who was drafted, what, fourth overall? Yeah. <laughs> like, their offensive line is really good. They obviously have a quarterback that wins as well as anybody. Yeah. I mean, their defensive line is really good. Like, that's a stacked team. The biggest thing for me when they got Brady instead of Winston is that just there's going to be a lot less turnovers so far. Yeah. Brady's on course for 34 interceptions this year. So, (laughs) yeah, he's terrible. (laughs) But yeah, it's just 36, right? Then you have two. Yeah, times. 17? Uh, 17. I was doing yeah, 18, you, 18 weeks. You noob. Yeah, still trying to figure this whole <laughs> 17th game thing out. I was talking to uh, a co-worker about this today. Is it like 
when you said seven and ten before, it was like, or seven and nine before, it was like, man, we're like on the verge of being at that level where we can yeah. say that we have a team. Is that now seven and ten or eight and nine? Eight and nine. Ten losses is yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Double but digit still losses. Seven wins. Yeah, still seven wins, right? It's like okay, we're on the precipice, but then you lose that, you lose that tenth game. Right. Double digit losses. You can't have that. That's basically right. seven and ten is the new six and ten. Or yeah, yeah. and uh, eight and nine. That's the new seven and nine, eight and eight. I would say. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, because eight and nine feels worse than eight and eight. Yeah. Right. Because technically, it, would be, right? it is. You lost that. Yeah, you lost that extra game. But like, it's not that far off. It's just we had another game and didn't go. And realistically, we're probably not going to have many eight and nine teams making the playoffs. We had eight and eight teams making the playoffs. Wow, this year is going to be whack. They should go back to it next year. Just make it sixteen games. Right. Um, have we won? Just not count, but like kind of count. <laughs> if your team wins, it counts. If you lose, it doesn't count. Right. Either way, we're just going to take away a game at some point this season. <laughs> yeah, you get to pick a game and just take it away from the year. Oh, yeah. The start of the season, each coach gets to pick one game that doesn't go against their record. There you go. Get rid so of you can entire game yeah. if you want to. Chiefs are just not, not going to have anybody on their record. <laughs> um, so the uh, do the Bucks have the best receiving core in football? If Gronk's going to be able to do this every game? <laughs> Them or the Cowboys, right? Yeah, the Cowboys. I mean, I don't like – I'm still pissed at Gallup from last year, but I guess he's okay. Yeah. It um, makes me mad because I drafted him. thought he'd be good and he was terrible. <laughs> but Antonio Brown, Godwin, and Evans, like those are three number one receivers. Like, and yeah. Like, and then Gronk, and like, who's – you can't stop. Right, and I think Antonio Brown showed last night, even if you don't think that he's going to be- become Antonio Brown five years ago – he has that in him to a degree, which is all you need if you're that team. One or two plays a game, you can just break it out. Right. Score that 47-yard touchdown. Right. It's disgusting. How does Brady keep getting away with this? <laughs> I threw my hands up on a podcast. <laughs> I think everyone did the same thing. I mean, yeah. what can you do? His team's he's going to play forever. Because then he'll just go to the next team when he's done with the Bucks. And they'll get younger, right. and it'll be able to it's throw. Be like, oh, you know, Jefferson looks pretty good in Minnesota. <laughs> Just go there for the fun of it, right? All right. So it's Kirk leaves. It's time to move. Wouldn't on. that be crazy if Brady left the Bucks again? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. If he <laughs> did, have to get one more comment in there. If he decided, yeah, I'm going to go to another team. Yeah. He should try to win a Super Bowl with all 32 teams. I mean, yeah, he's got all the years he wants to do it. He can just keep going. He just keep going around if he wants to. Yeah, I mean, he's got two of them down. So at most, it would take him another 30 years. So that puts him at 74. Yeah, he's still got 20 years left after that. Yeah, right. It's disgusting. And then he'll consider retiring. Yeah, maybe. Um, time to get into week one here. Uh, oh. We did a podcast on Sunday. Okay, so nothing's happened midweek, right? I'm just looking uh, at the scores here. If there's been any football games, college football? No. Nope, nothing. Baseball? Baseball. Uh, the Yankees The Yankees stink again. Number two goes into the hall, though. Yeah, me too. That's the highlight of the week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess. I guess he did. 
No, hey, that's I, cool. I, you were there. Be there. You, yeah. were, you were freaking there. I was there. Why don't you was... talk about that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, the, that media credentials, a pretty pretty nice <laughs> thing to have there. You get to be like right close. I got to go over and we interviewed Tino Martinez, talked briefly to like Posada was there. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I got to see. I saw during the national anthem, I was standing like in the back right corner and the flag was in the front left corner. And like right between me and the flag was Patrick Ewing, then Michael Jordan, then CC Sabathia all in a row, but like their heads clearly sticking above everybody yeah, else. They're monsters. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so uh, CC, really cool. wait, CC got to sit next to Michael Jordan? Yeah, right? Not, not bad for him. That's kind of nuts that you were that close to Michael Jordan. Yeah, at one point I was really close. Did you say hi to him? Tell him LeBron, I, I wasn't LeBron's that close. better. Did you chirp him a little bit? You know what I said? And I took that personally. <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> Dude, that's nuts. Like, I know, like, obviously you're the biggest Yankee fan ever, and, like, it was Derek Jeter's Hall of Fame, but, like, you were that close to Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. No, it was cool. I was pretty close to Jeter, too, at one point, which was cool. Did you tell him A-Rod uh, was better? Just chirp him a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> you want to take it personally. <laughs> um, no, it was really cool. And I got to meet a couple of like Yankees press people that I follow and like. So uh-huh. that was cool too. Not John and Susan? No, that would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I didn't get to talk to any Hall of Famers, which was a little disappointing. But yeah, such is life. How did your conversation with Posada go? Yes. Hi, Ori. Hello. <laughs> it was wow. a very brief. Interview. Fascinating. <laughs> it was like in the sec- the area, and I had a camera on my shoulder. So I said, hey, Ori. <laughs> Ori. <laughs> it was like, uh, hey, CJ. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tina Martinez, you interviewed? Yeah, I was just holding the camera, so I didn't get to ask any questions. But it was that was cool talked about jeter obviously talked about coming to the hall of fame the only other time he's been to the hall of fame was when uh mariano went in which was a little surprising i wonder how many times michael jordan's been to the hall of fame which one <laughs> the baseball one in cooperstown yeah i would be surprised if that wasn't his first time is he in there you think <laughs> the baseball hall of fame? <laughs> should be he's probably got some memorabilia in there somewhere yeah, I would bet he does. All right, so here's the next question. All right. Where do you think Michael Jordan flew into? Albany? I was thinking about that too, actually. There's a helicopter pad right next to the Hall of Fame induction site. Wouldn't put it past him to helicopter in. From where, though? Probably, like, but, like, to get to the area, he probably flew into Albany, right? Yeah, I don't know where else he would have. Exactly, which means he at one point he went through Dwaynesburg. That's all I'm going to say. Wow, that could be true. Because <laughs> that's the only way to get to Cooperstown from Albany. Unless he took the long way. Yeah, well, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> he just gone north and then over and then back south. <laughs> just to specifically avoid Dwaynesburg. Just avoid the, I've always thought it was the coolest thing in the world, though. Because my thought process is most people would probably fly into Albany. Unless you're coming from right. the west, but I don't know where you're Syracuse or something. Yeah, and even then, that's 
Yeah. Like a two and a half hour drive versus a one and a half hour drive. So you like fly into Albany and then you like take the highway 88, go out to Cooperstown that way. And at one point you drive past the Dwayne'sbury exit. Yeah. Mike, so like Michael Jordan. Numbers of Hall of Famers have read the word Dwayne'sburg potentially. Yeah. And they probably laughed because it was like, that's tough to say. And before I-88 <laughs> was put in, they probably had to drive legitimately through Dwayne'sburg. Yeah. Which is even or just not go. Yeah, there's a good chance that Babe Ruth, you know, horse and buggied his way through Dwayne'sburg after he flew into Albany. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else from the sports week this week? Um, no, I don't think so. Well, uh, football. Of course. <laughs> we can't end the podcast yet. No, no, no. Uh, did you have any soccer news from the midweek, CJ? Big uh, international oh, what wasn't going on in soccer this week? Uh, America had a big game that they they finally won the other day. Yeah, first time in eight years have, they won an away qualifying game. Yeah, I was going to say we haven't been able to say America wins a big game much lately. Holy crap! It's Jimmy soccer. Butler. Sorry, I just saw Jimmy Butler on the television. At the tennis match? Yeah. Oh, oddly enough, they zoomed in on the guy next to him. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that's probably like Djokovic's coach or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was just some random because they were like panning. And they like stopped on the one guy and like to like finish their pan, and right next to him was Jimmy freaking Butler. Sorry. That's the best. Like I have one experience as like that as a camera guy, and not just one, but one like significant one. I was at Saratoga earlier this year, and I was just like panning across the uh, crowd up in the whatever fancy rich people seats yes and all of a sudden i zoom in it's bill parcells i've been to uh, i've driven past his house in Saratoga one time oh really nice house yeah my dad knew where it was and we drove down the road super nice house yeah apparently uh he'll talk to you all day about horse racing but if you ask him about football he like won't even acknowledge it <laughs> what a guy huh yeah. <laughs> All right. Week one. Let's get into it. It's time. Let's do it. Um, two weeks ago, we paid off our bet for our steaks. Uh, CJ kindly bought me dinner, and I had to buy Dom dinner for our soccer bets. Yeah. This year, same yeah, deal. Yeah, so I, I really bought Dom dinner. Yeah, that's basically what it came down to. <laughs> First game we are looking at is Steelers-Bills. Bills are six-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Um, Steelers were kind of good last year. I don't know if they've gotten worse. Yeah. But this is six and a half. That's pretty big. I guess that's just uh, paying homage to how good the Bills are supposed to be this year. Right. What do you think? Who's going first? You all, all right, go I'll first. go first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers because if I have the Bills missing the playoffs, I cannot <laughs> win this game. <laughs> wow. Sticking to the continuity of the podcast. Look at CJ yep. go. And um, I get the point, so I'm I'm confident yeah, six and a half. the Steelers can make it a touchdown game. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills. It's at home. Buffalo's probably going to be going nuts. And hopefully Big Ben's terrible. I'm kind of sick <laughs> There's of, always a chance. Yeah. Well, it's an away game. He's off on the road, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. Um, so Najee Harris, though. I hope that he runs for 500 yards and 12 touchdowns. Um, quickly, before we get into our next pick, we can just go over some other 1 o'clock games. Falcons, Eagles, Snooze Fest. Vikings, yeah. Bengals, Snooze Fest. Lions, 49ers, Snooze Fest. <laughs> Cardinals, Titans, mediocre 
slash decent game. Right. A game uh, between two teams that'll be fighting for the playoffs, but not do anything once they get there. Yeah, Seahawks Colts. That'll be an interesting game. I don't know if it'll be a good game, but it'll be interesting to see where those two yeah. teams are at this year. Well, Carson Wentz making his first start that could be, make it a little interesting. Yeah, it's like I said, it's definitely gonna be interesting. I don't know if it'll be good. Um, Chargers Washington. Oddly enough, Washington a one point favorite in that game. I would. I think the Chargers are going to be good this year. I think people are too high on the Chargers. Like Dom, who picked them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense <laughs> to me. Because like the thing, the thing with the Chargers, it's not that I don't think that they have good pieces, and I do think that Justin Herbert's really good, but he's also a second-year quarterback. They weren't a particularly good team around him last year, right? And I don't know that they did a ton to get better. So maybe they're just expecting. Herbert's experience to boost him to another level, but realistically, how much better can he get without becoming like an MVP candidate? Which maybe people think he will. Yeah, well, that's that's a good point. Um, That'll be a show me what you got kind of game. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like a a wait and see kind of game. Yeah, yeah, that kind of game. Um, Jets, Panthers, only interesting storyline there is if Sam Darnold can light up his old team. And that, again, yeah, I was kinda... talking to a Jets fan at work about that today. He's not looking forward to it at all. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Jags, Jags, Titans, obviously Trevor Lawrence, the only exciting thing there. Yeah. Um, four o'clock, though, we got some good games. We'll get to our two picks of those in a second. But first, we'll go over Browns-Chiefs, probably the game of the Ooh. week here. Yeah, that or Packers-Saints just to see. Saints without Breeze and Rodgers, you know. Potentially starting his last opening day for the Packers. I don't know if you heard on Levitar, Tony Gonzalez talking about it. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, everybody knows he's gone after this year. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, I didn't. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope that we're going to do well and he's not going to leave. And Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you say so, Tony. <laughs> okay, Tony. Uh, yeah, I think this game's going to be awesome. It's a rematch of last year's divisional game, not the – Yeah. Yeah. Where the Browns had a chance to win that game, but they didn't because they're the Browns. But they're the new right. look Browns. I think they're going to be a great team, so much so that I actually have them in the Super Bowl. This is a wow. AFC Championship matchup preview, I believe, for my picks. Um, I think it's just going to be an awesome game. I wish you could watch it. Instead, what are we stuck with? Giants-Broncos. There's no CBS 4 o'clock game? I don't think so. That's disgusting. That's absolutely repulsive. Yep. <laughs> um, Patriots, Dolphins, like I said, that'll be an interesting game. Might not be a good game. And then we have our two picks. The first one on the list is Packers Saints. Green Bay getting three and a half points on the road in New Orleans. Green Bay is getting three and a half. Oh, they're favored by three and a half? Oh, giving. Yeah. Sorry. Giving. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know how to bet. Like you, 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 give, you give points to the worst team. <laughs> okay, they're giving three and a half. Yeah. Right. Okay. See, when I say they're favored by three and a half, okay. I mean, like they're. I don't know how to bet. Saints plus three. And a half. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah. All right. I like it. Uh, whoa. Where'd you go? Oh no. I appear to have lost Elijah. Um, I'm going to pause. 
All right, so Elijah's computer died. He claims it was at 16% battery. I'm not going to believe that, but we'll let him go with that. He should be back on in a second. We were talking about um, the 4 o'clock slate of games. I think the Chiefs and the Browns, probably game of the week, but I do think that the Chiefs are going to end up winning that comfortably. All right, so when that cut out, I decided that I would give my take on the Chiefs and the Browns. <laughs> I just finished that for a second. Okay, okay. The computer was at 16% battery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to end up winning pretty comfortably. I think the Browns are really good, but they lost 22-17 to 17 when Mahomes missed half the game. True. So... Uh, I'm confident in the Chiefs there. I also think they're going to come out swinging this year just because they're probably pretty upset that they lost last year and know that their offense is more capable than what they showed last year. Oddly enough, making it to the Super Bowl for the second straight year. It's funny. Right. That, no, yes. I, I agree. Um, I think they'll win this matchup, but I think the uh, Browns will get better as the season goes on. Anyway, what we were talking about, I'll take the Packers with the Saints getting three and a half. Even though this is not Aaron Rodgers' last dance, this is just a brief contract year before we sign him forever. Right. This is like that dance that you do when you're at the wedding and someone's dragging you out there and you really don't want to go out there. And then you go and you dance around for a little bit. And then you realize, all right, I, I might have another song or two in me. <laughs> Exactly. I think the Packers are going to be really good this year. Um, And if Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder, all the better. I like our team. I couldn't tell you what we did in the draft to get better, but I don't know. I trust Aaron Rodgers more than anybody in football, pretty much. So Let's just hope that LaFleur brings his dancing shoes. (laughs) Amen to that. CJ, who you got in this game? Uh, I'm going to uncomfortably take the Saints. I don't think they'll nice. win, but I do think that Jameis Winston has proved that he can put up ridiculous numbers on offense. And the Packers still don't have a great defense. And I can't imagine their run defense has improved that drastically. And Alvin Kamara is one of the three he, or four best running backs in the league. So he, he might, ate us alive last year. I think we played the Saints last year and he had a million yards, I think. Yeah. Game. So... Uh, I think it'll be a close game, but I do think the Packers will win. But I'll take the Saints to cover. The only thing the Saints might – they don't have Michael Thomas or Drew Brees, so that's the big – obviously the big question marks. But we'll see. But Brees also wasn't great by the end of uh, last season. He wasn't. Um, (laughs) Game of the week. Sorry, this is the game of the week. Broncos, Giants. Giants (laughs) Giants three-point underdogs at home. My goodness. Yeah. I'll let you go first. <laughs> well, I just threw up a little bit thinking about the game. Thought about right. it. Actually threw up. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Giants here. Wow. Uh, they're at home. I don't think the Broncos are good. And at least the Giants have a coherent team that's played together. I don't. I think right. Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback, but that's all I know about the Broncos. <laughs> and I think you're right. I'm not 100%, but I think you're right. <laughs> Yes, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I will tell you you're wrong. Oh, wow. Giants are bad. <laughs> like, really bad. Right. Uh, so they're probably going to lose this game. 
And they're probably going to lose it by more than three. I think the Broncos might have a pretty good offense this year. Bridgewater's decent. No offense, really good. Cortland Sutton's good. Uh, Jerry Judy's really good. And then Devontae Williams, I think is the name of the running back they drafted out of North Carolina. He's, I think he's going to be a stud. So it's, I think that the uh, Broncos are going to take a step up. They're not going to be competing for the playoffs, but they're not going to be a five win team again this year. And the Giants might be. Oh, um, so you're forgetting about the offseason acquisition of Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. The biggest got Saquon they... back. That's that's a legit move. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say the biggest move they made this offseason is Saquon coming back. So I don't know that that's really an improvement, but hopefully uh hopefully we're bad enough this year to get a good quarterback next year. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Djokovic won. I see. Um I think I think that old guy is Arthur Ashe. Is he still alive? I don't know. I'm say yes. The really old guy. You... The, the really old guy they keep showing with his eyeball falling out. I think that's Arthur Ashe. <laughs> uh, he died in 1993. Thank goodness. Oh my I gosh, Elijah! I still think it might be him. What? This is a fine. What? Arthur, Arthur Ashe was black. Hey, I never said it was a white guy. Yeah, but I, I saw the guy too. <laughs> Who uh, knew? <laughs> I would like to apologize to Arthur Ashe and his family. Let me new get on the state. front. Yeah, new state of Arthur Ashe. Wow, that's on me. That just shows you how much I don't know about tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, I'm very ignorant on that, but also... Oh, look at that. That looks nothing like the guy I saw. No. Who's that guy then? I have no idea. Maybe it's Djokovic's dad. Maybe. Anyway. Bears Rams. (laughs) Good transition. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Rams are seven and a half point favorites at home against Andy Dalton and them Bears. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I picked the last two. I'll let you pick first here. Uh, I think the Rams are going to be better this year, but that's a lot of points. But it's Andy Dalton. Gonna be... so I'm going to take the Rams. I'm also <laughs> going to take the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be super good this year with Sam Sam Darnold. Yeah, Matt Arthur Ashe as their quarterback. <laughs> the Bears are four and fourteen in Week One road games in the Super Bowl era. No, they only played eighteen road games in the last fifty-five years. Opening day road games. Yeah. Must be. Yeah, it's board 14 in week one road games. Somewhere at Super Bowl 56 this year, right? Yep. Crazy. Interesting. I think the Bears are not great, and I don't think they'll be great. Especially not with Dalton. No. I think Justin Fields Fields, gives them hope. Yeah, it gives them hope for the future, but I don't think this year. I agree, and I think that we need to transition back to the state of mind that a rookie quarterback's not going to come in and light up the league. But there's like, so much pressure on them to do it because they spend such high draft picks and nobody right. likes to sit behind anybody paying them that much money anymore. Right. But people just like got into this mold because they saw like Andrew Luck and then Deshaun Watson. But realistically in the last, you know, 
10 years, I think those are the only two first round picks that have really done anything great as a starting quarterback. Yeah. Outside well, of obviously like now Josh Allen is getting into that class and yeah, it, takes him, it takes him a couple years, you know? Right. But at the same time, I don't think sitting behind Andy Dalton is going to help Justin Fields all that much. <laughs> right. And that's what I always wonder when they say like, he's got to sit behind the guy. Like who are they sitting behind? Like, even Jimmy Garoppolo sat by Tom Brady, and he is not anything special. So no, they like they use Rogers as an example, but he literally sat behind Brett Favre. Right, and Rogers was also a potential like top pick in that draft. Right, he happened to fall to twenty one because nobody else needed a quarterback that year. But That's insane. Yeah, like I think that people look at that. People look at Mahomes, and they give too much credit to what happened when I. There's nothing that says they couldn't have come in week one and dominated. Right. Um, so, yeah, the Rams, seven and a half. I think they're just that much better than the Bears. Don't know why that's a primetime game. I feel like they make the schedule before the season, and I feel like before they even drafted Justin Fields, so I don't know what they're thinking there. And why would you not have it be Chiefs-Browns? Like, it's a, a AFC playoff rematch. rematch. You got two teams with a lot of – Big name players on them. This, I feel like that was clear cut the best game for yeah. like drawing an audience. And then the Monday night game, even. But then I feel like the Raiders always play on Monday, the first Monday night of the year. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Ravens at Raiders. Raiders are plus four. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens here. Lamar Jackson comeback season. I'm going to take the Raiders just because the Ravens have been so beat up. Yeah. Uh, I think the Ravens are still the better team and probably win, but I think it'll be close because I don't think the Raiders have a bad offense and the Ravens, like I said, are just so injured. And it's got to be tough to get into a flow in the preseason and in practices when this many guys are getting hurt. Like they ended a practice early the other day because Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters both got hurt. I think it was on back-to-back plays. It was on back-to-back plays. So like that tells that can kind of tell you like I'm sure you can imagine like back in high school when your team would do something wrong like back to back plays and your coach just gets so fed up with it he's like just stop what you're doing we're we're moving on yeah. we're not doing this anymore like you can tell that this is getting to John Harbaugh and I'm sure the rest of the Ravens are not it's obviously frustrating for a number of reasons right but it's also got to be hard to prepare the way that you want to when this keeps happening. Yeah. Should we start canceling practices? I think we've got to. They should. (laughs) (laughs) Start canceling practices, preseason. No football until week one. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was talking about this at work the other day. I don't know. Like, coaches like the preseason. I don't think they liked it being four games. and I can see them even wanting to cut it down to two. But I don't think that they like – or I, I do think that they like having some time to, you know, watch the guys. And oh, absolutely. Because coaches are stupid enough to believe that the 53rd guy on the roster makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. No, they definitely – well, they definitely on it like – I feel like it's a power thing, but as well as like find the hidden talent as well. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, they definitely like the preseason much more than we do. <laughs> Especially as fantasy fans, right? Especially like Dynasty League. 
Because, like, oh, most yeah. teams will wait to do their draft until, like, earlier this week. But for, when you're in a dynasty league, you already have more than half of your team filled out in start spring. <laughs> yeah, and people just start tearing ACLs left and right. Right. So, yeah. It's all about being the healthiest team. That's right. That's part of it. Uh, week one picks. Steelers, Bills. I have the Bills. CJ has the Steelers. Packers, Saints. I have the Packers. CJ has the Saints. Broncos, Giants. I took the Giants. Interesting there. <laughs> I feel like that's Washington. happened a few, yeah, that happens a few a lot. times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> CJ took the Broncos. We both took the Rams against the Bears. And then I have the Ravens. CJ has the Raiders. Those are the week one picks. Football's back. We finally made it. Any closing, any closing notes, CJ? I'm just excited for football, especially with how crappy the Yankees have been lately. <laughs> I, I'm ready. But, you know, I can't even go into it. My favorite team this year can't be the Giants because it's just going to be heartbreaking. So it's going to have to be my fantasy team and then the Giants. And then, like, I don't know, whoever else I decide. I'll find a team by, like, week three that I really like. Yeah, and then you root for them. Um, it, it's going to be a rough year for Giants fans. Uh, the uh, Packers just need to win a lot of games and keep Aaron Rodgers happy. That's all I got for the season so far. Yeah, I, I hope for you that he comes back next year. According to Tony Gonzalez, he's gone. So He's one foot out the door. Yeah, but the other, foot, the other foot still in the door, dancing with Matt LaFleur. <laughs> On the dance LaFleur? 